These days will end, Cassianander. The way they laugh, the way they push through a crowd. The sound of that voice telling you to stop, to go, to move. Telling you to die. Rings in the air, doesn't it? Cabeza, how's it going? It's been a while. Been a long minute. Yeah, it's been a couple days since yeah. uh, we last recorded here, but the, the Rona uh, hasn't caught me yet, so I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, we're on we're on the run from the Rona. The Rona, I don't think, has caught me since 2020. You know, knock on wood, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't had so much as a sniffle since uh, November of 2019. Ah. Yeah, I had a really bad cold in November of 2019, and since then, you know what? I think if if anything else came out of the whole pandemic is I learned how to wash my hands properly, and I don't touch my face that much anymore. So maybe that's the X factor, you know? Now, do you time yourself when you wash your your hands? I don't anymore. I was, you know, when it first started, you're like, oh, this is how you wash your hands, 20 seconds, blah, blah, blah. I don't do that, but I do do the full coverage of the hands when I wash them now. Like I, I don't just do a quick, like little rub my hand and then two seconds and I'm done. Your hands. Yeah. At least you, are, you're at least, are you, are you at least one of those guys and no matter what goes to the restroom regardless and washes your hands? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm a, I'm a let little secret for the ladies out there. know there, there's some dirty guys out there. Oh yeah. People like the, they'll be, they'll, they'll take a leak out of urinal. It. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. And they just walk right on out. It's like, it, <laughs> it's like, I know. And I'm like, it's not just young. It's old. It's, it's all ages. It, it depends. Right. And it's sometimes surprising. Like you, you're a dad, you're going to hug your kids. Like, come on, man, let's go. <laughs> yeah, Wash your hands, brother. Yeah. And it's like, and these are the people. A second. Yeah. And these are people who you're shaking hands with out in public. You That's, know, That's the thing that I always get. So I'm glad to hear that because I shook your hand plenty of times. So I was a little bit. If you're gonna tell me, well, I don't, then I would've been like, gosh. No, I'm all, pretty. I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, I'm not like Howard Hughes. You know, I don't. I don't wash them till they start bleeding. But or or Howie Mandel. Yeah, Howie exactly. Mandel. Howie Mandel is a self-proclaimed germaphobe. For those who don't know, and it just amazes me that he does all these shows. You can kind of see the cringe sometimes when he's getting close to people, but I don't know how he does it because it's a real fear for people. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that takes a lot of. Uh, I think mental but discipline. Still, I guess I can't understand it. Just like a couple other stuff that's out there. I don't I understand. Can, I, can, I can understand. I can get it. Uh, um, you can do, you can understand the Howard Hughes oh, yeah. mentality. Yeah. Really? I can get how you get obsessed about that kind of thing. How it like, it just <sighs> no, ruminates man. in your head. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I, I wash, so. I, I mean, I'd always washed my hands after using the restroom, but now I actually, I do full coverage. You know, I cut, co- you know, I, I do the thing, you know, in between the fingers, the backs of the hands, you know, I do everything. It may not be the full 20 seconds, but I get full coverage now. And the other thing now is... You also sanitize yeah, I do, yeah, I carry hand sanitizer with me all oh, over the place oh man, now. man, you're even but, beyond me. That's pretty good. Yeah, but the other thing is, is now, after I wash my hands in the bathroom, and this is where it gets weird because some restrooms only have the air, air blowers, which is kind right. of freaky because you're just kind of blowing water all over the place. It's kind of well, dumb. You, you blow but, it on the floor and the yeah. floor. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess so. But if, if there's like uh, tissues in there or like, uh, you know, like paper towels to dry your hands off, 
Now what I do is I always save one paper towel to open up the door and then toss it. So oh, I'm not man, touching the door. Uh, I'm not like sometimes it depends on my mood. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I don't. I just it all depends. For me, I, I just you know what you know what really depends on me is if I see someone who didn't wash their hands. Well, who was in the bathroom with me and then they walk right uh. out the door and they opened it up. I'm like, oh, no. I'm not touching that, that makes nonsense. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That yeah. is a good point. Yeah, yeah. That 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 would make me cringe a bit. Like I said, I I always I don't understand how guys can do that. It's just the weirdest thing for me. But oh well. Yeah, because I just said I said because in my head, man, all I'm thinking is you were standing there at the urinal, urinal, right? And whether you felt or not, there is a bit of splashback going on when yeah. you're when you're doing your business. And yeah. it's yeah. just yeah, ladies, this is something that you gotta. For those people that have a husband and uh, or even a roommate that cleans the toilet, you'll see that we tend to get it all over the place. Yeah, there's a, it's not. It's not. I don't know. It's it's not that we. This don't is a know precision. This aim. is a precision. It's not a. It's not an aiming thing. It, it's honestly. It's just. There's a lot of like. If, if the pressure, we're gonna go engineering wise. If you have a lot of pressure, well, the hydraulic out, force is involved. You yeah, know, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna. The water, it's gonna, it's gonna hit it coming at that speed. It's gonna just splash all over the place, and that's what's gonna cause something that looked like we can't aim. Actually, it's just all over. Which, by the way, a good reference point, which I was just watching with my daughter. I don't know if it's appropriate. Well, I watched it where she's twelve. But the hot chick. Have you seen the hot chick with uh, Rob Schneider? Oh God, that's an old movie, man. Come on, man. So she, she loved uh, white chicks, which I okay, love yeah, white yeah. chicks. Hot chick. I was like, "Hey, baby, let's try to watch something different from the same kind of genre at time zone." And it was just the funniest thing because he goes to the restroom, right? He turns. For those of you who haven't seen Hot Chick, funny Rob Schneider movie, he's like a thirty-year-old man that gets switched up. Yeah, man, it's a funny movie. He gets his body no, switched no, up. See, the 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 phrase "funny Rob Schneider movie" this just seems like a. <laughs> Come on, I love Rob Schneider. It's like a contradiction Shout out to the Filipino derbs. people out there because he's half Filipino, half white. <laughs> just, Come on, it's just I, I in my daily life, it's rare for me to hear the phrase "funny Rob Schneider movie." Well, didn't you like male gigolo? Oh, Deuce Bigelow. Yes, I oh, mean Deuce Bigelow. Come on. Oh yeah, the entire was... the entire Deuce Bigelow catalog is occupies a place of honor upon my video shelf. Yeah. See, here's the thing. When it comes to dumb movies, I'm more on the Adam Sandler side of the dumb movie thing well, than on but the. But that's part of the Adam Sandler family. Yeah, Actually, right, he yeah. makes a, he makes in a guest appearance in Hot Chicks. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, oh yeah. Because I mean, Rob Schneider's part of the extended. It's he, Rob he's part Schneider. of the extended Sandler verse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know. His latest movies have been, aside from the you know Hotel Transylvania series, I haven't really appreciated any of his uh, latest movies. That's because he, he made his money and he doesn't have to carry it. Like people will throw money at him so he can go make movies with his friends. Doesn't have to put that much effort into it and he still gets paid. If you, the Halloween one. Oh, yeah. If I you think see, there's another one. Yeah, right he did now, a Halloween but. one. But uh, usually if you see a picture and it has him, Kevin James, Rob Schneider, James. and uh, Chris Rock in it, you're like, oh, it's it's one of those. That, that was like, he basically <laughs> went on vacation with his friends and family and they he just happened to make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're not that bad. They just and and then if maybe sometimes he'll have Shaq in there, right? And, but like with Adam Sandler, it's like most comedians; they're all the same. Like, okay, well, name the top Adam Sandler movies in your opinion. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. The Water Boy. Water Boy is one of the best. 
What about I, the one? I quote, well, you know how I am with the water boy. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> but, Side uh, note here, real quick. Polo knows Waterboy, the movie, like line by line for a while there. He was really good at it. And we would go drinking or we go out and I would throw a line and he would just go into it like right away. And it was the funniest thing until I told him, hey, man, every time I make a line or a reference to Waterboy, you go into your spill. And from that moment, he never did it again. <laughs> and I've stopped too. <laughs> so you let, you like, let me in on the secret. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you do the it. yeah. <laughs> Look at Wasn't me! The I got a wooden spoon. Mama, mama don't. Yeah. Well, what mama don't know won't hoida. No, that wasn't. He didn't say that. It was uh, what's his name from uh, Happy Days. Yeah, that was Fonzie doing that. It was oh, Fonzie, like, well, well, mama he, don't know won't hurt. He had like a tattoo. He had a tattoo of Roy Orbison on his ass. Ooh, but yeah, the thing is, when you look wish. at those movies, they're all from the late nineties, right? My, I have a theory just based on watching this stuff is that. A lot of comedians, if they if they get some kind of popularity or notoriety or whatever, they've got about a five year window when everyone loves everything they're doing and they're like doing new stuff and they're actually genuinely funny. But then after that five year window kind of shuts, they're like locked in time. Like that's the only way they know how to be funny. And that's like the only humor they know how to do. And they just kind of or become they get lo- like an actor. Ha- that happens to actors, right? Yeah, like they, they, they get they, locked like, into yeah. a certain type of like rom-com. Or- exactly. Yeah. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the whole, you know, I'll be back kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they get like trapped in amber. The, at the same time, audiences kind of move on. Like the novelty wears off. It's no longer Bam, fresh. Damn. Yeah. It's no longer fresh. It's no longer interesting. It's no longer new. So audiences move on to something else. But the comedian or whoever is still trying to do the same thing over and over again. They never quite get back to, to where they were. And I think yeah. like with Adam Sandler, like to me, those are his three best movies. Those are the only three movies of his that I that I really like. Um, Which is the one where he's uh, he he's like rich, but he he adopts that kid. Now I like Big that Daddy. One. Yeah, Big Daddy. That Damn wasn't you, that bad. Scuba Steve. It wasn't that bad. That wasn't that bad. But that was like that. That was him trying to say, "Oh, wait a minute. Let me see if I can be a bit more dramatic." He was trying to do that comedian thing where they try to see if they can if they can move on to dramatic roles. You know, like Robin Williams is that did. Elizabeth and, Banks. I, is that her? In that movie? Oh no! Well, I'm, I'm I may be confusing because I just saw another one with Elizabeth Banks back in the day where she comes out and man, what's that guy from Ant Man? Oh, Paul uh, Rudd, role you, models. Yeah, I role thought you were models. talking about like She's, What Hot yeah. American Summer. She's in that no, with role, Paul Rudd. Role models and uh, yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, and I forget. You know, Stickler, Stifler, whatever his his <laughs> yeah, actual yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, Stifler. <laughs> oh man, that poor guy. <laughs> Like his Dude. name is probably like Sean something like Sean Scott, Sean like William Scott. Ad, yeah, yeah. So he has like a long ass. But, name. but everybody, like, he's a stiffler. Stiffler, never able to get away from that. Yeah, just did a great job on it, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an iconic yeah. role. I was on a flight to Ottawa and on United Airlines. Ah. Uh. And I noticed as I went to the restroom because I go to the restroom, uh, being that I'm old, there was like like a puddle in the bathroom. Hmm. And then that puddle over uh, time some extended kind of fluid? some kind of some type of fluid some kind of mystery extended fluid extended itself to the main aisle, and I felt pretty bad for like the people there because you know they're at the back the back two yeah, rows. Yeah. Literally, it's it's just so there was a puddle of fluid <sighs> on the floor in the lavatory, and then yes. that puddle grew and then made its way it out soaked into the 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 rug. Ugh. 
It was bad, man. Yeah, that's... Do you, is that acceptable? Do you know? Well, no, it's not acceptable <laughs> <laughs> under any circumstances. Is that the ice? Is that the no, ice that you guys no, were putting so, in there? No, no. So, do you happen to remember what model plane that was? Was it like a 737 or a... Man, I wish I knew. I, you know, I didn't look at it. Did it have the vacuum toilet on it? It did. Okay. So on aircraft laboratories, oh, we're gonna we're 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 getting into it now. Uh, I worked well, on. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I worked on planes that were designed and built in the fifties and sixties, and I worked on planes that were designed and built in like the nineteen nineties up until the two thousands. And so there's a whole range of of laboratory style. So like on seven oh sevens, Boeing seven oh sevens, which the Air Force uses as a refueler called the KC one thirty five. There's no laboratory. There's no private place. You, you use what's called a basically a honey bucket. So it was a long tube with a garbage bag in it, plastic bag in it. And you would do your business in that. It's like, it's like pissing into a trash can, basically like a little long, skinny trash can. And then people would have to come and take that bag filled with, you know, waste and, you know, do whatever with it. Then I worked on planes where the laboratories are basically like a big tank, almost like a, um, like a porta potty tank. Yeah. You know, you can walk in a porta potty and there's just a tank holding the, the refuse with like a blue liquid in there. Uh, so I worked on planes that had those kind of laboratories where all of the waste would just go into a holding tank. And then you would take a, a truck would come up, hook up to the plane, you'd pull a handle, open up a valve, and then all the waste would dump into the truck. There's that kind. Then the more modern kinds were, um, there's no tank. The tank is in a separate location on the plane, usually in the back in the empennage of the plane from where you're actually doing your business. Um, that's why there's like a vacuum system on there so that when your waste goes away, it has to get vacuumed down a tube into a uh, holding tank. Oh man, this sounds ugly. This yeah. sounds nasty. The fluid, uh, the mystery fluid that you were seeing um, usually means that there was a leak in the line going to that tube, right? Uh, so like, so like there's a shroud, there's like a fiberglass shroud. So like you have your toilet seat, and then it's sitting on top of what looks like a little fiberglass shroud. And that shroud is covering the, like the internal tubing, you know, to the, to the tank. If you had fluid coming out of there, that sounds like that tubing may have sprung a leak and then was leaking out into the, uh, the aisle because was there, was there an odor with it? No, not at all. Was there a color? Was it blue? Was it? It's kind of bluish. Bluish. Yeah. So that, that was the, for lack of a better term, that was the laboratory fluid that was coming out. Uh, it's not I'm supposed just, to happen. Actually, it wasn't even United. It was Air Canada. So I think there were oh, up of to course, there. of course, Air Canada. It was Air as, Canada. as we've as we've noted repeatedly on yeah. this podcast. The Canadians are trying United. to kill you. So first they're, they gave no, you food poisoning. Yeah. Now yeah. they have you flying on one of their aircraft, yeah. poorly maintained aircraft. I want to add where now they're trying to give you like rhinovirus or or that norovirus. They're trying Something. to to trying to poison you with fecal matter. Of other Canadians, trying to definitely dirty my shoes just to make like make a statement. Just, just, you know? just malevolent people, man. They just, knew that I drink a lot of water and that I go to the restroom and that you know, just three malicious. times, the maybe or five. That's that's okay. And they knew I was just gonna be stepping on it up, soaking it in my shoes. Just malevolent, malicious people, man. I, that are, they, they they are terrorists of the mind. They, yeah. they definitely know how to get to you. I this didn't realize what... that, but it was Air Canada. Thank you, <laughs> Air Canada. Of the mind. Oh, yeah, man. So I went, this is when I went out to, I didn't tell you, but I went out to Ottawa. Oh, so the in the belly of the beast. I went to the Capitol. Right into the I, lion's I, den. You know, it's you've been to D.C. 
Oh yeah. What's yeah. your impression of DC? Uh, they really like a neoclassical architecture out there. I mean, but it, it, does it look like what a capital should? Yeah, be? it looks. Like, it looks like in your head, like what a capital city should look like. Yeah, I, I just oh yeah yeah. A lot of monuments, a lot of monumental architecture. Have you been to Ottawa? No, no. There's. It's not. A, it's very unassuming. It's just very. I mean, you go there. They have all these little homes and the communities. But it just seems so unassuming. Like it, you, so you could close your eyes, like for a second, you would have passed the damn capital. It was. I mean, they have the the nice buildings once you get there, but it's not 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 so, like DC. So it's like Sacramento. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it just looks like a regular old neighborhood. It looks like a regular old neighborhood. Here, like yeah. it's kind of like the Green Bay Packers Stadium. You know, it's in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. it's no, just I know all there. about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sitting there, but then boom! Oh, there's like whoa, a subway. The there's literally a subway across the street from the stadium, like in a strip mall right there that I hate. Yeah, at. that's kind of like how this is. Like, oh, okay, whoa! Yeah, oh, yeah, and then out of the nowhere, capital? boom! There's a Capitol building. Yeah, you know, it was, it was so. I went with so it's very Benjamin. so it's very boring and plain and very, and it was cold as hell. Well, it is. Cold. I mean, it's Canada. What well, is Ottawa? Yeah, no, and then I just went a couple weeks ago. Coldness reflects but the you, cold hearts of the Canadians themselves. But I, you know, it's. I saw something that was that really gave me an impression. So I, I don't know if if you knew this, but there's a divide, a little bit of a divide up there between the Justin Trudeau fans and those that are against. Kind of like here, he's seen like a liberal. Well, so there's like two parties, and they both treat each other like they're the worst exactly. people. Yeah, on Earth. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like they each, you know, should blow each other. I, I mean, literally two different. Not as, as extreme as ours, but I get the impression it's almost there. Yeah. And well, they, I, they eventually pick up on everything that we're putting down. So, <laughs> yeah. So, one thing that caught me by surprise is these the people who are fanatics of Trudeau. We stopped literally at a corner of a street and they're like, oh, this is where his security passes. They're right here. They come here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Very unassuming street. They kneel down and they touch the floor. This is where Trudeau walks through. I was like, oh, okay. That's really weird. Because that's just weird, man. That is... Uh, and it wasn't just one person. It was a lot of like, people there. Like, it's, it's almost like, okay. like if Elvis or whoever, like a, like BTS or somebody had walked by. And they're like, oh, 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 Cook walked through here. Yeah, it's like, it, that's weird, man. Like, I well, can see, I can see like, you know, young teenage girls and, and, and boys doing that, but not... Uh, not grown ass adults with a politician. Yeah, they were grown. They were grown, man. They were, you know, 30s and 40s. So if he has that kind of adoration amongst people, then surely there is an equal and opposite reaction to that where. Oh you know, my gosh. This is Einstein. Yep. Second law. Newton. For sure, man. Uh, that's Newton, hey. my friend. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Newton. Newton's law. Thank you. Newton's third law, I think. <laughs> Is it a second? I'm no scientist. I'm no scientist, but uh, I think that's his third law. Because the second oh, one, because yeah. the, the first two deal with like, uh, well, like an oh, object in motion will stay in motion the, until. The motion. Yeah, I just saw yeah. it right now. There yeah, you go. it's one of his laws. It's one of them. I've watched. Yeah, but it was interesting. I've watched Nova a couple of times, so I have some idea about it. But yeah, some idea about it. Yeah, yeah, but there yeah, is an equal. Was, there's was, an equal and opposite was... uh, reaction to Trudeau, I would imagine. So you're there on company business, right? But we were there to party for four days straight, Polo. My God, really? It was crazy. The you guys must Canadians be making a lot of a party. You must be making a lot of money, man. Jesus. I mean, what else can you do? 
Yeah, there's not much else to do up there. There's not much to do in the capital, by the way. Yeah, it's like uh, like when you get that far up north and there's not much going on, then there's only two real activities you can engage in, and one of them is drinking. So that is definitely true, and that is what I engaged in quite a bit, and dancing, by the way. Oh, dancing, okay. Because I know you were thinking about that other activity. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what I had in mind. That's what we uh, did. So goes to the restroom in the club. There's ice. And then, you know, remember you got to pee in the urinal with the ice? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, some of the restrooms, we have ice because it helps. I think it helps with, like, making sure that it keeps flowing so it doesn't build a puddle, but also kind of helps with the splash. But I want to, what do you, is that it's what also, it is? It's also a cleaning thing. Um, it because is a cleaning when I, thing mostly, right? Yeah, because when I, when I worked on airplanes, uh, especially when I worked on the Gulfstream executive aircraft, they, um, on the toilets, we, we used a cleaning agent called Honeybee, uh, and there was a specific number. I can't remember the number. I'll just say it was Honeybee 69. There was this cleaning agent, and the, and the instructions specifically said to dump a bunch of ice into the bowl, and then huh. dump the Honeybee agent in there, and then as the ice melts with this Honeybee agent, it kind of cleans and disinfects the bowl, and then uh, on aircraft, at least on these aircraft, they had like the vacuum suction toilet. Where when you press the button and you know this does yeah, yeah. that suction thing, and then it would just suck it all down, and then it would all go into the tank. But I think uh, the ice is like a couple. One, it, it does help with uh, flushing. Like it, you don't have to flush the urinal every time when you're using the ice for some uh, reason. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. Saving, you know. But uh, I, I think, just didn't know if it was a club thing because I've only seen it at clubs, really. No, you see, that's where you mostly see it at is like clubs, bars, and stuff. But I've seen it oh, in okay. restaurants too, where like you don't have to flush all the time. Yeah, um, I, I didn't realize that. I think the flushing is good. I, I just thought maybe also it was um, something to do with the splashing. But I guess it doesn't really prevent because you're hitting solid uh, a solid surface. Yeah, I guess but it I doesn't think, really do much. But I think that's mainly what it's for. I think it's one part cleaning and then one part just helping so you can pee without having to, to flush. It doesn't, the, the urine doesn't pool at the bottom like it normally does. So I hadn't seen Party Cabeza come out in a long time. Uh, and Party Cabeza made the Canadians do the, the, is it the limbo where you go under the pole? Yeah, yeah. So you, did that. so you introduced a little bit of spice into their otherwise bland I lives. Did. Yeah, we did that. And then we also made them do the uh, music, musical chairs. Oh, yeah. And it got wild. And no prizes. Just, Just like capitalism. <laughs> it's uh, democracy at your best yeah oh boy sorry man no, it's but, like uh, go ahead no go ahead go ahead. no no i was because uh, i was about ready to change subjects there so that was no go ahead no because i say i uh i watched the finale of andor so i'm in a very revolutionary mindset right now that, that show had a had an impact on my thinking and so it's still Government like up the people it's, the people it's not even that it's literally people. it's not even that it's literally i don't know what the right thing to do is but i know this ain't the right situation so we gotta start throwing hands that kind of thing like i, do I don't even say... know what's gonna come i don't even know what's gonna come after but i know that this shit has to go away kind of thing that show is the best star wars thing i have seen in forever i i can't i that show had an impact on me in all, ser- in all seriousness, like I enjoy Star Wars stuff, right? Like you enjoy it. Like yeah, you watch yeah, Mandalorian yeah. But, or whatever. But it's, been, it's been very disappointing leading up to Andor the last yeah. couple shows. Yes yeah, no? like Boba Fett wasn't, uh, wasn't all that but great. Not e- like even going into Mandalorian. But, Mandalorian, cool. but even, even Mandalorian, you watch it and you're like, oh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. But there's nothing yeah. more to it. There's no substance. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, they, you know, 
there's yeah. a black sword or a black lightsaber. Yeah, and it's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But Andor, man, the blew your mind. The it's writing, just, you know what the, it is? the writing, so the character work. I finally got work. to see. Oh yeah, yeah. I finally got to see the two two episodes. I'm at two. You episodes. really need. To, you, I, I'm telling you right now, you really need to watch the first three as a block because that third episode yeah. will. That's where you're like. Oh, that's what this show is. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I, I'm still into it. it. It's just one of those shows, kind of like The Godfather, that if you don't pay attention, yeah, and you don't really get absorbed into the characters, you're not gonna appreciate. Oh yeah, the, everything how it connects. Yeah, the I, show I, is I totally yeah. feel it like. Yeah, the show is all character watching, work. But like, just to let you know, just to give you a, a heads up, the way the show is is broken down is three episodes form a story. It's like beginning, middle, end. And then the next three episodes are a different kind of setting, oh. right? Yeah. So it's every so the first three I episodes. They were building it. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. get that. So the first three episodes I, I are it. yeah. They're what they are. They it's like, oh, we're introducing some of the characters. Um, this is kind of the setting that we're in. This is where Andor is right now as a person, as a character, and blah blah blah. And then the next three take place. But the cool thing is, is that even with all these threads, everything ends up back together at the end of the of the season. It's so it's so good, man. That show is. I mean, the char- the the writing, the character work, the the stories. Like that show made me think about stuff that I haven't thought about in a very long time. You know, it and, is. And you got to give it up to my Mexican brothers. Yeah, for, yeah. For representing, yeah, I mean, Diego, Diego Luna, Diego man, Luna he knocked is... that out of the park. He, the subtlety. The, I'm starting to sound like a. Start to sound like Man, a, dude, you're sound like the you're subtlety. To, are you the if, subtlety if, of his performance? Oh. If, if you saw Diego Luda's where he walked on a sidewalk, it sounds like he would kiss the floor. I would, I would uh, like kneel or, down. Or like I would touch the ground, and I'm like, and I'm like, guys, door. guys, Diego Luna walked here. That's exactly what it was, <laughs> yeah. dude. Because I had That's, seen him, because I had seen him in Narcos. Right? He's really he good in Narcos. Job. Did an awesome job, but he. Because when you watch the entire season, it's yeah. literally like watching a, a character, a person come into focus because he's kind of passive in the first few episodes, you yeah. know, like, no, no, I'm, I'm, he's like, well, I mean, yeah, he does some stuff. All I'm saying is that he's a person who things happen to him and he just kind of operates on the margins, but you kind of get the sense that he's not out making things happen. He's more or less, I'm just scraping by, blah, blah, blah. But then as the show progresses, you see his character come you right won't. into focus don't, don't so ruin that for me. i'm just saying don't at the very it. end because of all the stuff that happened in the preceding 11 episodes the very don't last ep- i'm not spoiling anything when the very last episode happens i'll put it to you this way i have not yelled at my tv or shouted at my tv in like 15 years that final episode Damn, i was like i was into it dude i, I have never been into a show like that in a very long yeah. time and i'm old now like i'm old i'm cynical i'm like oh this doesn't affect me you know, it's very hard for me to get into things. I got into this show in like a big way. Well, I'm impressed so far because I've seen two two episodes, and I just thought you got to watch the first three. You got wa- that third one. Just ah. Uh. Well, I was I'm I'm impressed already because I'm at the point where they escape. By the way, the actor Scott. How do you pronounce his name? Scott. Uh, in case gentleman. anybody's listening, uh, there might be spoilers. So, forewarned. Yeah, but it's the first two. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, he comes out and is trying to recruit him, and then they, they, they escape. But I just, and a little bit more to that, but 
I just feel like I really need, and I was watching that my son, he wasn't into it. And I, I just know why. Cause it's just one of those where you're really deeply committed to the, to the show yeah, and the character development. And, and I gotta, I have a complaint for you. Cause when I was watching this series or when I was watching the episodes, I had it in my mind because you told me, and I'll give you, I'll give you props for one thing. You said there weren't going to be any like, you know, sword or a lightsaber wielding uh, characters, you know, nothing of that that's going to take away from the whole story. But you also said that, or maybe I misunderstood, there weren't any special characters like R2-D2 kind of-ish or maybe like... Um, no, I no, know, I meant there weren't like space wizards, like Jedi and stuff. There weren't like people who had yeah, superhuman I powers. Yeah, I I just thought that there weren't going to be any characters. And I was like... What I meant by special characters is there's nobody with superhuman little, powers makeshift r2d2 b2, b2 emo b2 whatever oh man yeah like, no he, he, i liked his, his that's why i was like what the hell is he talking because even the little robot you can sense there's yeah. something in there yeah you, you know, know right like, like this is a show that we're even like the little droid is yeah a character like, it's not just beeping around and being cute or funny it yeah. actually has and, and he's not treated like a like a roomba that can talk he's treated like an actual character yeah. by the other characters like they he wasn't just like yeah. go, go pick up trash or he, he actually has something in there so i i get that feeling so i give you credit on that but the cool thing i'll tell you this the cool thing about andor is that there's no surprise twists there's no there's not there's none of that i'm the, not gonna be like we're the excitement you, you might be you like but that? It, that stuff comes more out of all the groundwork they laid on the characters and so there's a tension when you're watching the show there's a tension of you kind of know what's going to happen but you don't know how it's going to happen and you're just anticipating something to happen. And then when it does, and then the way it happens is just so satisfying because that's the whole thing. The story, the show is just concerned yeah, with, man, I'm telling the passion. story. Yeah. The, the show is just concerned with telling a story. It doesn't want to, it doesn't <laughs> rely on cheap tricks. It doesn't rely on cliche stuff. It doesn't rely on here's a mystery. What's the, what's the solution going to be? It's going to be like, no, here are these characters. Here are the situations that they're in. And everything flows naturally out of it, out of all huh. those situations, you know? You as a viewer can kind of anticipate what's going to happen, but you don't, like I said, you don't know how it's going to happen. And then mm. when the thing happens and how they play it, that's where the satisfaction comes in. Like it all connects. You think, do you think there's going to be another season? Oh, there definitely is. They're filming it right now. Oh, okay. Perfect. I'm excited. Yeah, it's I'll a, watch it. It's a good show. I, man, I love that. I I see a tear in your eye. No, me and my sister, me and my sister were like texting back and forth this weekend about it after, after she wow. saw it. Yeah. I'm going to check it really out. Good. I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm very much, and you haven't spoiled it enough to know like what the ending is. The only thing, the only spoiler alert is that this show is awesome. This is an amazing show. It is. It's almost like someone took Star Wars and said, what if we tried to make a really good Star Wars show that was like. I mean, and, and I'm not comparing it to these shows because it's not quite on that level, but like, well, because like, like The Wire. One was you know, a or, good show or a good movie. It was a good movie, you know, and... And people wanted to know more about it and they hit it right well, on that's the, the whole thing. No, here's the whole thing. When they announced this show, I was like, who the hell wants to watch a show about freaking Cassie and Andor? I was... Had zero hype well, I, for this I show. Was, I was intrigued, not just because it's Diego. You know, I, I love this work on Narcos. And by the way, another one... Uh, there's a movie that he did. I think it's Itumama Tambien. I've heard I of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta watch it. Great movie. Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, you should. It, it's uh, it's it's a good... It, it captivated me because Rogue One was interesting. I was like, I didn't really think 
Rogue One was going to be that great of a movie. Like, how can you make a good movie about something like, do you yeah. know what's going to happen? Yeah. But it captivated me enough. And especially because of the ending and how yeah, yeah. it brought in, I was just like, wow. Maybe yeah. the story was and they weren't, like, and they weren't afraid. They weren't afraid to do the ending that they did, you know, with the oh, main characters. It was yeah. awesome, man. It, it's that, and I was like, okay, maybe they're going to do something like that where it builds up and then just takes off. Like, yeah. So I, I really, that's why I wanted to see it. And when I realized now that I've seen the first two episodes, they, they really do put in a lot of time into the characters. And a lot I, of like, effort, I like those type of shows. And there's a lot of there's you don't a lot have of to do a lot of you don't have to do a lot of stuff. It's yeah. really about it's all about the conversation that like the power shifts in the conversations. Yeah. You don't have to do all this like Boba Fett with his, you know, bicycle gang. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's like, who, you know, you don't have to these, do like, yeah. Like who's it like, it, or they're bringing in other characters from other shows oh, yeah. and you're Cask, like, who is that? Or yeah. whatever that, uh, Wookiee, yeah. which I do like, I mean, you don't have to do all that. If the story and the character is good, the movie, just like Godfather, and there's going to be moments where you're going to have to, kill everybody or whatever but it just kind of ties it all in yeah it doesn't have to be all you know all this sci-fi and intrigue it just you know it's not like the wire or the or anything like that but i never i haven't finished i never i wanted to start the wire but i never it's just a, a fear of getting too caught up because i heard that one's really good it's too. really good and i might relative, end up watching it but relative to other star wars media it is the wire it's relative to them. It might as well be the wire. It's like it the wire of Star of Wars. It has a little bit of edge to it, right? Because they do a little bit more. Like I, in the beginning, obviously, the not too into the sex scene, but Star Wars never does that. Yeah, they it's do. Like, they do the they do the lead up into it, and then they do the after part where she's put like like where she's getting her shirt back on. You're like, oh, yeah. A guy yeah. says shit in the show. Yeah. You know which. Big props. I mean, I feel like a dirty old man because of my age, but big props to Adria Arohana. Oh, is that Arohana. her name? Yeah. Love. She's an awesome actress. I think she's from Puerto, Puerto Rico. Oh, which okay. Her father was like a emissary, so she lived all over. It just occurred to me that like the two headline shows now, Mandalorian and Andor, they're both lead actors are... Hispanic, you know, you got Diego yeah, Luna, man. who's Mexican, and you got Pedro Pascal. I'm not sure what his uh, his background is, but I thought he was from Ecuador. I, I don't know. I I I think he's from Ecuador. But, but, uh, but anyways, but yeah, I mean, the two shows are headed by or Chilean. He's he's Chilean. Chilean. I just oh, saw wow. it. Yeah, yeah. There, that is true. Yep, he is Chilean. So there you yeah, go. And he does a good job too on. Uh, and they both are from Narcos. And they're both from Narcos. Yeah. Because he was in Narcos. He was Columbia. in the original one. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the Colombian and the uh, Cali cartels. Yeah. And then Diego's from Narcos, there. Mexico. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome actors. Yeah. Shout out to mi gente. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did watch, though, Shazam. No, the first, I haven't seen the, they have another one coming out. I've seen the first one. I thought it was pretty No, no, good. not Shazam. I'm sorry. Um, Black the Adam? With, uh, the Rock. Black, Black Adam. Adam. Okay. No, I have not seen that good movie it is not not anything like mind-blowing not andor style but definitely not just um you know boba fett it's 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 interesting it's just <laughs> like i like how i like how our range of quality it's now yeah yeah it book of boba be, fett at the I don't bottom know what's the middle maybe <laughs> i don't know there has to be a middle point but the book of boba fett definitely down there <laughs> I, like man. The, I like how that's now the the at the lower benchmark it's that's like our the, scale that's, that's our, our scale, scale. 
Is it Boba Fett? Yeah. How close to On the a scale Boba from Book of Boba Fett to Andor, where does this fall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? But it was, it's actually, it, it's, it's, it's good. Rock, The Rock does a great job being. That's uh, cool. No, when it comes out, that. when it comes out on streaming, I'll probably. I'll, yeah. I'll and then out. I also watched uh, Black Panther. Oh, the new one? Wakanda. How did they, uh, how did Man. they handle that? How did they handle him, you know, passing away? You don't have to go into specifics, but how did, no, did they handle I, it well? I, I will. It, it just kind of gives them a little credit and, you know, they give a little funeral and nothing too crazy. Okay. Just kind of like... Does he actually... Did they actually have any filming where he was filmed? No. Oh, okay. No, they just had his old stuff. Nothing that were... So, the guy that... The villain, he actually comes out in Narcos too. It's oh, like really? They're all picking them off from Narcos, yeah. Oh, the guy who plays uh, uh, Namor. Yeah, the submariner. Yeah, the submariner. He's... Uh, yeah. You remember the character that he's he's the one who shows Diego the weed, like he's a scientist behind the weed. Oh, is that guy? It's that guy. Oh wow, and, uh, he's and, unrecognizable because I've seen like pictures, you know, from the marketing for the the trailers and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I never would have. Yeah, I never would have picked him out. It's yeah. him. Yeah, because I think in Narcos, him he looked darker for some reason. I don't know. It's the camera. Or what? What's weird because he he's supposed it. to be like playing like a pre. Like a pre-Columbian, uh, Aztec, Mayan type guy. Yep, he's, he's got he's like the jade. Because I've seen the picture, he's got like the jade earrings, the jade nose he's piece. Playing, you know, so I got to give credit for DC now, but I also got to say, and I've, I think I've talked about this in our previous episodes in LA, and I don't know if this is just strictly to LA, but for a long time when I was growing up in the nineties. There was the the black versus Hispanic kind of. Oh deal. yeah, yeah. You yeah, you've, know, ta- you've told me that before. Where you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very yeah. In my neighborhood, it wasn't again because it was just you know two families there, so we just kind of assimilated uh, the black culture. But there, it happened a lot, and this movie brings that to light. Oh, so got, it it plays on that conflict. Wakanda, and then you got La you know, this Mayan. People that apparently went into the water and built their own Atlantia down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, screw you guys. We're going into so, the ocean. Talking about racism, man. I know we can swim and we have to cross rivers and shit, but I know we lived underwater too now. <laughs> like they went to the other level. Oh, they man. made us submersible and like be able to breathe water and shit. Man. You know? We're not going to just come to your borders. We're going to live on your beaches in the water. (laughs) (laughs) You think you're safe from us on your beaches, but we're just out there under the waves. Get out of our water. Get out of our (laughs) We need need walls in our oceans. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. It was just like, but it was crazy. So they... I thought it was funny. I thought, are these guys being serious? Like, they're pitting, like, black people versus brown people. Like... Oh man! Hey, oh. But it but it's riffing on stuff that actually happened in the nineties. It's yeah, but it was just like I know you're trying to bring. I I, I give you know Marvel credit because I think I said DC. I give them credit to try to bring in more of the Hispanic minority no, vibe. It's smart. You know they're trying to do that, and so they did it. But it was like, why can't you just give us our own series, man? Like why can't why do we have to start fighting with black people? Well, you it's know? even more it's even more amazing when you consider that on the Star Wars side. The lead, the lead characters on all of those, like Andor is, you know, Mexican, Pedro Pascal, yeah. Mandalorian, Chilean. But I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that is like Marvel, give us our own. Because they had like in the Doctor Strange movie, they had that one girl show up and she's Hispanic. She's a character in somebody else's movie. 
Now you've got Namor, who's a character in the Black Panther movie. They've given like like Shang Chi, Asian American, was a great movie. Got their own dude like out there, you know, representing. But yeah, you're right. Like Marvel, it's like, dude, get on the ball, man. Like the Star Wars side's got to figure it out. You know, they're all owned by the same parent company. They're all owned by the same company, but it's weird that, especially considering you know Hispanics in the United States are like a massive population of people. It's like you have a guaranteed audience. If you make yeah. somebody a lead character, you know, which I want to tell you. So, you know, the uh, the San Diego Chargers. Yes, <laughs> I know they're the L.A. Chargers. No, no, you're right. They are the L.A. Chargers. So the Chargers, what they've done, they focus their attention into the Hispanic community because uh, we're, you know, that same passion dude. that we have for relationships. It it trickles into even sports. So but that's, like it's Raider it's, fans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a smart move. Raider but dude, fans, Raiders fans, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're trying to really get into the L.A. Hispanic community more so than the Rams. So I'm thinking that in a couple of years, the Chargers are going to be, especially if they start, they're a better team right now. If they start winning and if they get into the chap, more Latinos are going to jump the bandwagon. Man, that's a... Uh... That's a tough sell, though, man, because like Raiders fans like deep here and then the Raiders are now know, in, but, but, but the Raiders but are in Vegas now, too, which is like just Vegas, right up the road. Yeah. Yeah. But still, you know, it's that passion. I'm going to go see my Raiders in, yeah, in yeah. Vegas. They don't care. Yeah. But still, if they, they don't care if the Raiders win or lose to the charge, if yeah. they can get a little bit of that fandom fashion, yeah. the one that stalks their girlfriend at night, the one where your <laughs> girlfriend goes through your phones kind of deal, yeah. passion. <laughs> Then you know they got a fan right there. They're gonna I'm love to think for of the good, rest of their life. I'm sorry, I was trying to think of a good telenovela title for that. You know, like like El Celular. Yeah, like love and <laughs> love and death. You know, you know whatever whatever that is in Spanish. You know, one interesting part that I I wanted to share with you is I did attend a wedding of my ex wife's cousin. It's kind of interesting. It's funny in some regards. So that's we funny. That's on, funny on its own because. It's a wedding of your, of like, not like a close, like, ex wife, oh, my ex wife's brother, sister, whatever, my ex wife's cousin. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I knew him from the Marines. And it was, oh, so you knew I him mean, already. It, oh, okay. I, I did know okay. him. Okay. I did know him. That's why he invited me. And we've stayed in touch relatively, but it was kind of surprising that he invited me in, in the first place, not because of my ex wife, but just in general, because our relationship is, eh, it's tepid. It's, it's not bad. It's just, you know, it just is. It just is. But and who, it's never, never been like great. So I was just very surprised. I was like, oh yeah, but, but we've who been, did, uh, you know, but who did you go to the wedding with? That's the interesting part. I took my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you went to your ex-wife's cousin's wedding with your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy. So like I had my former Marine buddies there and like, how do you have it? Damn, man, you got your, your ex-wife and your, your girlfriend. I said, my ex-girlfriend. They're just <laughs> hanging out. Like, cause at first, they put us in opposite tables. But I get along with my ex-wife, and, and you know, my ex-girlfriend knows her, too. Like, why don't we just sit together? So we just sat together, and they were all going to get shots and drinks together, and I'm talking with my boys. And then <laughs> it's kind of surreal in some regard. But my ex-mother-in-law was there, who loves me dearly. and. Uh -huh. She being old school was like, what's going on here? Like, you can feel like she was uncomfortable with it. Because, again, old school Hispanics, it's just, you don't, once you're an ex, you're done. 
you're oh, done. You okay. don't hang out. Cut, you don't you're do completely this cult cut. parenting. Yeah, cut you from don't a, do yeah. this cult you're just cut out of their life. You're a piece of trash. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. yeah. Get out yeah. of here. You're not part of the family no more. Because, you know, family is such a big deal in the Hispanic culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it doesn't, it's, a, it's acceptable. This is funny. It's acceptable in the Hispanic culture to cheat on your on each other, to beat each other. Nobody bats an eye. But the moment like two exes act cordially to each other, that's like, what is <laughs> what is wrong? Like, do you think no. that do you think that stems out of like the whole uh, the whole Catholic thing where nobody got divorced? Oh, of course. Yeah. So and if divorce wasn't an option, then. All this stuff it happens. It goes into yeah. the, the fact that Latinas and uh, to some extent Latinos too, uh, we're crazy, man. We're crazy. <laughs> so you know that they say, "Oh, that's so passionate, that love, <laughs> the, like, the passion, that puss and boots, that puss and boots." <laughs> oh, mi amor. You know, which by the way, I love puss and boots. Oh, yeah. I, I think of the little skunk that's like. <laughs> Oh, like Pepe, me. Pepe, Pepe Le Pew. Le Pew. Oh, it's that thing that Latinos have, oh, you know, we like, we're so passionate. Yeah. Yeah, the passion. But the thing is, is it's, it's borderline crazy sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm going to cut you, but I love you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to stalk you, but that's because I really care about you. Oh, and, and both men and women do it on Latinos, man. We're really? crazy. Y'all, you do. So they were surprised, like, man, I can't believe you have your, and I, it, it dawned on me, like, man, my ex-girlfriend's here, and I, like, I'm not even with my ex. My... <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, you're at a wedding with your ex-girlfriend, too. This wedding, though, it was, the groom is a sheriff. Okay. So it was a lot of police, oh, okay. sheriff, undercovers. Like L.A. And, County, uh, San Bernardino County, San Diego? San Bernardino, San, San Bernardino, okay. Uh, a lot of your people, a lot of your people were there. When I say your people, you know, white. Oh, you're talking about German. white people. Oh, okay. I'm like. Oh, a ton. I'm there like, was, how many Polish people was, had to been there? Yeah. It's like. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And uh, it was a cool party. They did. So he has a big home. They did it in their backyard. He has a space for it. He actually had porta parties bought in, but nice ones. That, oh, wow. Thought it was nice what they did. No, that's cool. Yeah, and that's, uh... probably didn't spend. And then they did where you 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 donate money, like if you want to, like for their trips or whatever. Oh yeah, you always buying. give you always give the couple of money. You know, give them like an envelope with like some cash in it, a couple of C notes. Is that what you do? I I, I mean that's traditions. You... Maybe I've been to too many like Italian weddings, but it's always like you have like you an give... envelope or something, or they make like special envelopes, like where you'd put like a hundred dollar bill. You know, depending on how much you could afford. But you'd, you'd give that to the bride, you know, oh, here you go, you know, I wish you many happy years, blah, 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 you know, whatever the, you present the bride with, like, cash. I just went and donated money on the link that they provided. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's not, dude, I'm like, I'm so far out of date on this stuff. Well, no, because there's some people that did that, too, like, I was like, you get money again? Like, I, I just gave a few guys money, I didn't know, like. It May your firstborn was... child be a happy child, a masculine <laughs> child. <laughs> You come that's here a, on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> that's a good impression, though. Yeah. <laughs> May your firstborn be a master. <laughs> Love it, man. Awesome. I don't know. You did impressions on the on Godfather too. Dude, I do impressions of everything, man. They may not be very good, but I do them. 
Yeah, no, I, um, I, I love doing uh, the Brando thing. I'll break into Brando at, at, at like random moments. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Is it just Godfather or is it any other one? No, I mean, now you're putting me on the spot because it's like, yeah, I'm sitting here like, I love Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about getting old. My my rib hurt for a week and a half because I sneezed wrong. Hey, I was I sitting in you. a chair. I was sitting in a chair and I was turned and talking to somebody and I sneezed. And it was a hard sneeze. It like, it like my rib hit something internal and then it was sore for a week. So every time I sneezed, I was like, Ooh, you know, I feel you, man. I, uh, I had my Kindle on my bed and I, I jumped on it and like it hit like the middle of my back and I still fucking feel it, man. Like the whole day I was like, Oh, what the fuck? It's like, oh like, man! That's when we're getting old. Like that's when you know. Like, what do old people talk about? They <laughs> it's like I drink. About- it's like it's like my neck hurts because I drank water wrong. Getting old is weird, man. It's weird. <laughs> like the weird shit that no yeah. one tells you about. Like, oh hey, hair is gonna start growing out of your nose at an accelerated rate. Oh, I know. You have to trim your like, ear hair fuck? like every few days. And then, it's like like my hair in the top. It's not as yeah well i know all about yeah. that but uh, it's like my eyebrow it's like i have to shape my eyebrows it's like the dumbest thing but no one tells you this stuff they're always like all oh, your knees hurt your back hurts all oh, your back will start hurting and da, da, da. they're not like oh yeah by the way your nose hair is going to grow so fast you're gonna have to like trim it like every three or four days you know so on that note <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap it up and we will talk to you next time i'm polo and as always is my good buddy cabeza <laughs> We'll see you next time.